What's going on, my youth? Welcome to another new episode of my podcast titled The Truth For Youth. My name is Bintu St. Jean, and today we have ourselves another interesting, controversial topic. Now, if you've been watching the news lately, or you've been on social media, you've probably have heard of this pending issue that has been going on for the past several months in regards to a certain curriculum, a course being taught within a school. And if you've been paying attention closely, you would know that this has even sparked into a large national debate and has drawn a large amount of attention and concern nationwide. And this issue is on the topic of the critical race theory. Is this a subject that should be taught within our schools? Should our children be learning about this kind of subject? Now, of course, as in everything, you have those who are for it, and then you have those who oppose it. Well, in this podcast episode, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the critical race theory and really come to a sound conclusion as to whether or not this indeed is something that should be taught to our children or in public schools in general. Stick around. To teach or not to teach. This is currently the debate that is going on around the critical race theory as to whether or not this is a course that should be taught to our children or within schools. Now, just to run a little background on the critical race theory, I want us to look at the history that derives from it. The CRT movement began during the 1960s and 70s. And as we all know, this was also around the time of the civil rights era and actually began to pick up speed towards the end of it. The critical race theory was actually derived from the critical legal studies, which was a discipline that argued that the law was not objective and was used to maintain the status quo of the power structures and that it was codified to target marginalized groups, which came into fruition in the 1970s. Now, the CRT movement functions within that same argument, but primarily exposes race as the main factor. This movement was actually birthed by civil rights lawyers and scholars, and here are some of the core principles of what is taught or what critical race theory aims to teach in its curriculum. The first argument is that racism is not biological or merely a social prejudice subjective to personal judgment, but that racism is systematically embedded and socially fabricated into our society. The second argument is that they believe that racism is not limited to a few bad apples per se, but that it is also legally coded and is a normal part of everyday society. So this is not just something that happens 
every other day or this is not just something racism is not just something that happens because someone lost their temper or their anger but that this is actually something that is embedded even into the legal system in everyday society and the third argument is that the interests of the minorities are subjective to the system's self-interest which is built by and for white elites and will only promote racial progress if it promoted the majority self-interest. One of the other reasons as to why the critical race theory was born was that there was a concern and a realization that much of the civil rights advances were stopped. So as the civil rights lawyers and scholars began to see that much of what our forefathers were fighting for much of what Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, and all of the other civil rights movements and organizations and figures, what they were fighting for and what they were trying to push, they realized that much of those efforts were being stopped. And so they took it upon themselves to sort of analyze and look at society from a legal and from a very critiqued political view. Now, originally, the critical race theory was not taught in K through 12 public schools. Originally, the critical race theory was taught in law schools at a graduate level. Now, I understand that currently there is a debate as to whether or not this theory should be introduced into our schools, introduced to our children. And if you've been watching the news and social media lately, you've seen that there are an outcry from parents who have drawn their concern as to whether or not they want their children to be taught the critical race theory. Now, I believe that the question that parents should ask themselves is, do they want their children to learn about racism, period? Let's put aside the name or the title critical race theory, per se, out of this, and let's just stick on the mere principle of the teaching of racism in general. Do parents believe that the teaching of racism to our children is something that would incite more racism or is that more so a step towards preventing it in our society? The major concern that parents have is that if this curriculum is taught to our children, then it will teach them to look at their classmates, to look at their peers uh, through color and as a way this would automatically allow them to have some sort of prejudice in their hearts towards one another. Now, I see that this is a concern, but the question that I really have to ask is, hmm, if there is a problem of teaching racism to our children, then why isn't there so much of a problem of teaching the Holocaust to our children? If the children can learn about what happened to the Jews in Nazi Germany, I don't see much of a concern of 
why they shouldn't learn as to what happened to the indigenous people during the time that America was discovered and that there was a genocide that happened at the birth of America as we now know it. If they are more comfortable with teaching our children about the 9-11 attack and how much of that is used to certify Muslims as terrorists, then I don't see the problem in teaching that America itself has had many terrorist attacks against its own civilians or its own citizens. If we are comfortable to teach about the atrocities and the terrorism and the racist history of other nations, why then is America so afraid of bringing their own atrocities and terrorism in their own home to light? Why don't we talk about the Tulsa massacre that happened in Black Wall Street? You see, it's funny. America is so comfortable with talking about every other nation and all of their problems. But when it comes to America's own problems, they feel that is something that would teach our children to be more prejudiced towards one another. And this is the history that I have found. I have found that America has not really been ready to embrace its true colors. And you can almost see this in society, right? Let's, I mean, let's think about this and take a step back for a second. Let me ask this question. What is more disrespectful to the American flag? A black man kneeling during the national anthem? Or a bunch of people storming into the Capitol where legislation is being passed and made pretty much desecrating the sacred office of where laws are institutionalized in our society. I have seen that America has grown a distaste towards movements against racism as opposed of a distaste towards racism in itself as an issue. America has a history of demonizing every effort, every advances of bringing the racist issue to light more than demonizing the issue of racism itself. Honestly, when I think about this current debate as to whether or not the critical race theory is something that should be taught, what really goes on to my mind, what I really see is that the concern is not necessarily the critical race theory per se, but it's the conversation of racism, period, that America is afraid of addressing. And the second question we have to ask ourselves is, do you want your children to learn about the history of our nation? Because believe it or not, when you talk about American history, it's almost impossible to talk about America and its history without addressing the race issue because America has a history of racism. 
It's not something we can escape from. It's not something we can brush under the rug, but it is what it is. And honestly, if we're going to teach our children history, why not teach them all of it? Why paintbrush it? Why should we sugarcoat it? Teach them all of history. Give them a whole background as to the upbringing of America. If you're going to talk about slavery, talk about the system that accepted slavery. If you're going to talk about the civil rights movement, if you're going to talk about Martin Luther King, if you're going to talk about Rosa Parks, well, let's talk about the world in which they were living. Let's talk about the system in which they were standing up against. Let's give some context towards these people. I think a lot of the times we in America magnify Martin Luther King's dream, but then at the same time, we downplay Martin Luther King's nightmare. And you can't really have a true appreciation of Martin Luther King's dream without addressing Martin Luther King's nightmare. And I believe that the critical race theory does just that. The critical race theory spotlights Martin Luther King's nightmare. It talks about a world, a system that oppresses those who have a certain kind of skin color. The critical race theory gives us a political analysis, a legal analysis, a thorough analysis as to how the system systematically segregates us. Now, of course, segregation is not to the extent that it was back then. Of course, we don't have the Jim Crow law. Of course, we don't have a white water fountain and a black water fountain. But there is still much racial disparities in our world, even to this day. I mean, let's look at the pandemic. There was a huge racial disparity as to what we see that more minorities, more blacks were affected by the pandemic than whites. You ask me, that sounds like segregation. Nowadays, we have black neighborhoods and we have white neighborhoods. You know a black neighborhood when you walk into one and you know a white neighborhood when you walk into one. Black people nowadays, even black students, students are actually not being labeled as ADHD as their white counterparts. Actually, white students are more so likely to be diagnosed with the condition of ADHD and black students are not so. And this is not fair because the treatment of such conditions are not necessarily treated with students who are of a minority background. Let's bring some research into this. The CDC data research from 2011 to 2013 shows that white students are diagnosed at a 11.5%, which is significantly higher than blacks and Latinos who are at 8.9 and 6.3%. Instead, black students are labeled as bad kids. They get suspended and eventually integrated into the juvenile system, which we all know leads them into a path of going eventually into prison. So we can kind of see that even now, race still plays a major factor in our society. As much as America tries to cover it up, 
And the critical race theory is something that brings this to light. So I realized that the fear is not necessarily that our children will grow up to be racist. I don't see how talking about oppression would breed more oppression. I don't see how teaching about hate would breed more hate. I would think that it would do the exact opposite. And also I would like to mention as well that even if the critical race theory is not being taught to our children in school, it doesn't change the fact that they are affected by the reality by which it tries to unveil. It doesn't change the fact that even our children are treated according to their skin color and not the content of their character. Now, believe it or not, the teaching of the critical race theory is not really new, or should I say entirely new to black parents. Every day we have to teach our children how to conduct themselves in this society. Every day we have to teach our children that they have to work twice as hard as their white peers in order to make it per se. You know, growing up as a kid, I could remember that there are certain clothes or certain style that my dad would try to refrain me from wearing. I remember growing up, I used to always listen to rap music and, and artists, and I would see the things that they would wear in rap videos, and I'd be like, man, I want, you know, I, I want to rock that. And, you know, I, I, I want to dress like, like, like these artists, you know? And I'll never forget the one time I had a wave cap and a do-rag, and, like, my dad was just, he was angry about it. He snatched it out of my head, and he threw it in the garbage. And, you know, as a young black guy, that's something that always stuck within me. And he was just explaining this to me that, hey, look, I don't want you to be labeled as a criminal. I don't want you to be fitted uh, in the description, per se, or mistaken for a criminal. And unfortunately, that's just the world that we live in. We literally have to adjust to this systematic racist society, whether it's being taught in our schools or not. Whether it's being taught in our schools or not, we still have to teach our children some form of critical racism in our in our homes just to make sure that they can get back home safely. I can tell you that there are many times as a, as a child growing up that I was taught how to conduct myself around a police officer just to ensure that I can get back home safely after basketball or football practice. And I'm sure that many black students of course, during the course of what happened last summer, had those uncomfortable conversations. So I do understand that racism, the conversation racism in itself is uncomfortable. Personally, for me, do I enjoy talking about racism? No, I do not enjoy talking about racism. Actually, racism is the last subject that I want to talk about. But the only reason why I talk about it is because it's a survival mechanism for us. We have to talk about racism because we have no choice. Racism is literally killing us, right? I'm sure that no one wants to talk about a disease or a, a, a physical condition that they have, but in most cases, they have to talk about it in order to, to heal or to get over it, you know? And racism is just one of those diseases that's in our society that unfortunately, as blacks, we have no choice but to talk about it. You see, whites don't have to talk about racism. They can live their life as if racism has never existed and it does not affect them and they can live life 
happy, free, and, you know, walk in the park, right? But us as blacks, we don't have a choice. Us as blacks, if we do not teach our children how to conduct themselves in this society, if we don't teach our children about how they are viewed and looked upon, unfortunately, they can be a part of the statistic. And that's the reality that as blacks we face. I don't think white America or America as a whole really understand the fear that us as black parents have each and every day. Worrying about whether or not our child would make it back home from school, worrying about getting a phone call from the school or getting a phone call about our children being, you know, racially profiled by police officers, you know, random traffic stops and things like that. These are realities that we have to teach our children. So in some way or form, critical race theory, whether or not it's being taught in schools, is being taught somewhere in our homes. And it's more so new to white America than it is to us because, like I said, it's something I've, I've been heard growing up. Now, also, there's a concern that the critical race theory is something that would hold our people from being uh, progressive and it will hold our people from actually rising up and making a name for themselves and actually standing up and finally becoming independent and becoming this this uh, accomplishing the dream that Martin Luther King had envisioned for us becoming a stronger and more tight-knitted community I don't think that's so I think that addressing the critical race theory is key to us arising and coming together as a community. I don't see it causing more division. I see it causing more unity. I don't see the issue in talking about a common problem. I don't see the issue in talking about a common enemy. I don't see the issue in talking about a common history that we have. I believe that America is afraid of this conversation because it's the one conversation that actually brings us together as a people. Racism is actually one of those conversations that helps us to unite with one another to pretty much rise and fight against it. And so when people make this claim that teaching the critical race theory would sort of cause some division or hold us back as a black community, that's not true. And as often as I hear people quote Martin Luther King to downplay the critical race theory being taught, saying that Martin Luther King would never endorse such a thing. Let me also use another Martin Luther King quote that he mentions. You know, Martin Luther King also mentions that in the end, it is not the words of our enemies that we will remember, but rather the silence of our friends. And if I remember correctly, not teaching racism, not talking about racism, not teaching critical race theory is silence. And silence, my friend, is more dangerous than violence. You see, the fear of the critical race theory being taught is that it would create a racist disposition towards our children. You know what? I don't think hate or our children learning how to hate should be our fear. The real fear is our children being indifferent to racism. Not our children being racist, but being indifferent to the issue. Because it's more dangerous to be indifferent than it is to be racist in itself. Because if our children are not taught about the true nature and what really goes on 
in our in our world, then they will grow up to not even be able to empathize with their black peers. They will grow up to not even be able to sympathize with their black classmates who are going through racism. And when their black classmates do come up to them with incidents of racism or incidents of being uh, racially profiled, they won't understand. They won't be able to comprehend because in school, all they were taught was that America is this great nation. America is this nation that accepts all people. America is this nation that has overcome its so-called racist history and is now striving towards bigger, better, and new things and is now living in the glam of Martin Luther King's dream when in actuality, it's still a nightmare for most of us. In all of reality, it's still a nightmare. So, to bring this to some sort of conclusion, I don't believe that the teaching of racism or of oppression would breed more hate and more oppression. It would rather do the exact opposite. You know, someone quoted one time and said that the way to solve the itch of racism is to not talk about it. And that's just stupid. You know, that's like a wife not talking about cheating to her cheating husband to stop him from cheating. If you want to solve an issue, you got to first talk about it. If you want to solve a problem, you have to first address it. This is problem solving 101. You don't solve any problem by brushing it under the rug. You don't solve any issue by sort of shying away from the conversation. And racism is no different. Now, honestly, I don't believe that the teaching of systematic racism, that the teaching of critical race theory in itself is going to solve the race issue. I believe it's a step towards it. Honestly, it's going to take more than a social curriculum, more than social justice to rid the issue of racism entirely in America, honestly, it's a hard issue. I believe that what really needs to be taught is the teaching that we all come from one God. I don't think there's any other teaching that debunks the theory of racism more than the fact that there is a supreme being among all of us. Because that's what racism is built upon is actually the supremacy of one race over another. But if we teach our children that we all come from this one supreme being, then that means that no human being is supreme over one another. And I think that's exactly what Jesus was teaching. That it's not Jews or Samaritans. It's not Gentiles and God's chosen people per se but that God looks at all of us as one, that all of our values are equal, that all of our lives were valued to the point where God himself gave up his life to redeem us all. I don't know what other teaching can bring us all together than the very teaching that we were all created and redeemed by one God. Now, of course, we all have our opinions and we all have our differences, honestly, that's just my take on the issue. You can go ahead and study the critical race theory for yourself. You can go ahead, do some further research. 
and you can go ahead and search out some of the facts and you can come to your own conclusion. But hopefully, we all can at least come to this conclusion that we are dealing with a racist society. And whether or not the critical race theory is being taught to our children, they are still being affected by it. And there has to be something done about it. Else in the future, we'll never live the dream that Martin Luther King had of us not being judged by our skin color, but by the content of our character. Hopefully as we bring to light his nightmare, maybe then we can truly live Martin Luther King's dream. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you guys learned something from this. And even if you haven't learned anything, hopefully there were some perspectives that were taken into as we looked into this issue all together. I pray and I hope that you will continue to listen to more of my podcast episodes. If not, feel free to subscribe. Definitely have more content and more things coming out in the way. And I'll definitely keep everyone updated on that. Again, thank you for listening. May you all have a great week. And like always, until next time, peace out, my youths.